What is going on, baseball fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Turning Two Podcast. I am Jack, joined here by Lorenzo through the powers of the internet. And we're here to talk some baseball. Let's talk some baseball, my guy. How you doing this fine, what is it, autumn morning? Is it autumn yet? Can we count I think me? it's, um, we're sneaking up on autumn. I'm, as soon as it turns September 1st, it's autumn to me. That's how yeah. it works. So, welcome to autumn. So, how you doing, man? What's going on? I'm doing pretty good. Um, just ate some chips and salsa. The salsa turned out to be habanero, and I was I'm kind of used to a nice little mango, like mild mango salsa. I, oh, it's so good. I don't I don't agree with that. It's what, really oh. no, it's it's nice. The sweet and the spice, it's really good mix. But the habanero was just a little too much. So now I've got like some some spiciness, some spicy buddies left in my throat. So. Get some lingering well, spice. Yeah, there's some there's some lingeringness going on, so we might be battling that through today's episode. We're we're on the D. You're on the D. Is it the I I O now? We can't say D. I O now. I O. We're on the I O now. But speaking of food topics, just you know, to go full circle. Hey Jack, how did our Instagram mm. poll end up going? On do you put mustard on hot dogs? Because if you didn't listen to our last episode, we had a fiery debate. So go back and check it out. On if mustard belongs on a hot dog. Jack, obviously, being the sociopath of the show, said yes. Me, being the voice of reason and the voice of the people, said no. So, Jack, how did the people back us up? It was about, I think, a 54-46 split in favor of no mustard. That sounds like a winner to me. Yeah. (laughs) I do. I am interested if people voted no if they just didn't like hot dogs. That's a good point, but also... Uh, you want to know what? No, I'm just going to take my win. We're not going to delve into that. Oh, no, yeah. Definitely take the win, but I'm trying to think, like, maybe in the future we can do a really thorough hot dog investigation. We'll, we'll have to get Joey Chestnut on the pod. We'll have to ask mm. him how he He's warms a fan. up. He is a fan. Fan friend of the, of the friend show. Of the pod. <laughs> Likes our post, <laughs> routinely yeah. listens. Um, yeah. We'll have to get him on, but now I think you have to take your L. What did we end up agreeing on? Like, how are you going to suffer for your loss? I might take some squirts of mustard in the face, in the mouth region. I like it better in the face, actually. Just squirt you in the eye. Okay, put some go- Wait, do I have to have goggles on or just, like, go for it? No, no goggles. You got to take risking mm. eye loss. We'll put a disclaimer. Do not repeat this at home. So, no, no none of our fans who admire okay, us yeah. so much. That's how I have to off- go. Okay, yeah. That's enough hot dog talk, though. Let's talk some baseball, dude. And we got we got a couple topics. Kind of like a two two-topic show today. It's gonna be it's an all... interesting. It's an interesting place in baseball because I think the storylines are about to kind of die down for a little bit before the playoff hunt really starts. Because football's coming back, the finals in the NBA are looming. NHL, I mean, I, I haven't really heard a ton about it because it's like hockey and it's America. So, but that they're gonna get to the Stanley Cup. So I think it's gonna be a little tougher to find great stories in the next couple weeks. Yeah, so this is usually when the good teams start to sit out a little bit more. You know, they're going to ease up on it. And the bad teams are just so bad that they're not worth talking about. So you have mm-hmm. to find those middling teams. So that's kind of what we're doing all day today. We're going to be talking about middling teams, or in my opinion, teams that are the most interesting. So we got four in the dock. We're going to start off with a great baseball fun debate. I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> Excuse Boom. me. We got a, a great baseball fun debate. Between the Padres and the White Sox. And then we'll go full circle and talk about the great AL Central race, which in my opinion is the most interesting storyline of the entire baseball season. So I want to start with this because I posted a a poll 
on Twitter at TurnQPod. If you're not following, then you hate your mom. Uh, <laughs> where I asked, who is the more fun baseball team? The San Diego Padres, or as Don Orsillo has tagged him, the Slam Diego Padres. Don Orsillo come on the show. And then, or the Chicago White Sox, the better Chicago baseball team. So, I asked which one was better, and the votes came back. I believe when I checked right before the pod, it was at 56% Padres and 44% White Sox. How do you feel about that, Jack? Do you think that's a fair vote, a fair, fair assessment? I think that is. I, I'm glad it's close because it, it's really hard to say. Because I've jumped on the Padres bandwagon, so now I can't. I'm not jumping off. Like I'm definitely saying Padres, but when you look at the White Sox lineup and the rotation, like Lucas Giolito threw a new hitter, no hitter this year. They have probably the AL Rookie of the Year. It's their lineup is so insane. Like there's like nine good hitters on that team, so it's it's really close. It is. Cl- I feel like it's closer than people give it credit for because if you're on baseball Twitter, you're getting San Diego Padres content slammed in your face 50, 95% of the time. That's all. Like if they hit a home run you're or a grand slam, that's what your feed is for about the next 24 hours. You're just going to see it. If Tatis does anything special, like become the last airbender, um, then you're going to have to, you have to watch. Like that's what you're going to see. But the White Sox kind of have just been like doing their own things with the swag father, Tim Anderson, and just the whole squad over there, and, like, quietly. Like, nobody's giving them as much love. But they're so much yeah. fun. I think um, maybe a part of it is the Cubs are also in Chicago, and it really comes down to the Grand Slams, I think is what is separating Chicago, I mean, uh, the Padres from the White Sox, Tatis, and they've hit seven Grand Slams this year. So... I still think San Diego has the edge. So do you? I think there may be a little bit of a rivalry forming between the two. Well, we could like paint that storyline because Tatis should have been a White Sox, and then he was traded yeah. for James Shields. So, and maybe what's going to turn out is one of the infamously bad trades in baseball history. Um, but so maybe we got a little bit of a. If you're the White Sox organization, you know, get a little angry of all the Padres. They're stealing our love. They're stealing our talent. What, what's going on here? Why aren't we getting that? So I, I now the question is the more fun. I want to ask you, like, wholeheartedly, unbiased, take off your Padres cap, take off mm-hmm. your Tatis shirt. You're actually wearing a White Sox shirt today. You got uh, TA oh, on. I am. Yeah, you got TA I really Anderson forgot about on. that. So how do you even forget you got the swag father on, dog? What are mm-hmm. you doing? Come on. I, oh, that's another thing. I think um the White Sox uniforms aren't bad, but the Padres' new unis and how clean they are helps the fun factor. Padres new uniforms. I like the White Sox uniforms, but since the Padres are so new, they're just they pop more. Yeah. So I like those a lot. So if we're going like check box here, so we're gonna go first team name. Probably Padres. gonna give it White Sox. Padres like is literally dad. <laughs> <laughs> the the, pop- the, the, the um, San Diego Daddies. That's literally what their name is. The San Diego Daddies. <laughs> okay, so. I'll agree to disagree. Well, I'm mm-hmm. taking White Sox. They're taking Padres name. Okay. Mascot, Padres. Do the, the White Sox even have one? I don't know, but I know that the Padres have the, the Friar, which is so cool. Yeah, the Friar's so dope. He's got some six sandals on, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Probably dropping for 250 a pop. Mm-hmm. Um, So, got to go there. Uniforms, we said uh, White Sox. We said Chicago. Wow. I can't. No, Padres. We said Padres. Can't talk yeah. today. 
But now let's take away the fun aspect and let's just talk mm-hmm. about who's a better baseball team. Unbiased. Take off your Padres uni. Just give it to me. Just like gut I reaction. Mean, the Padres have one game better of a record, but basically identical. Padres are eight and two in their last ten. White Sox are seven and three. It's it's really they're almost playing the same exact way. They are, but I think the White Sox are a better baseball team. Geared up for the postseason, Clevenger helps adding him. Who's better, Giolito or Clevenger? I mean... Probably Clev? Probably Clev, yeah. If we had, like, based on, like, career track record, Giolito had a bad season, and now he looks good this year. He threw that no-no, which was pretty dope, but, like, Clev is consistently... yeah, Clev, Clev is, has done it for longer, and he hasn't really had, like, an awful season. But Keiko, I mean, I wouldn't sleep on him in the playoffs. Like, you're still—you're going to get good innings out of him. So I think that's important. Keiko's but, a uh, great, great pitcher to have. He goes—every time he goes out, he just goes five innings, f- maybe a run. That's it. That's what he's going to do. Five innings, like, one run. Five innings, two runs. That's what he does every time. You're not going to mm-hmm. get more out of him than that, but that's what he's consistently doing. Now, the thing about the White Sox, I feel like the White Sox have a more balanced approach to the way they're doing it. Like, just a gut reaction. I have some stats later on for our AL Central debate. But I want to just get, like, the feel of fandom and how people are reacting to the news that's coming out. So I just want to have a nice organic conversation. Um, So the White Sox, I feel like they have a more balanced way of approaching with it. Like, if you look up their lineup, they got Tim Anderson, Aloy Jimenez, um, they got Luis Robert hitting in the seven hole. They got Jose Abreu, who nobody talks about, but consistently just mm. yaks daddies across the yard. If Edwin Encarnacion can get hot, he's a little bit older. Get some parrot action going on. James McCann, the captain of the team, Lucas Giolito said he's the he's the blood of that team, like he's the backbone. So you got up and down this roster. Like I like their balanced approach a little bit more than what you got with the Padres, because if you talk with the Padres, the conversation basically starts and ends with Tatis Machado, which is a great way to start and end. They both got, what, one dot OPSs on the season? Yeah, they they also, the White Sox made no moves, and the Padres made a lot of moves. True. Which show, like If we had this conversation two weeks ago, I don't think it's a conversation at all. I think the Padres, yeah. the Padres are worse than the White Sox. But the moves that the White Sox, the Padres made... Clevenger is probably the best pitcher out of everyone that we're talking about. Yeah. And and then after that, like Austin Nola, yeah, I like him, but I don't think he pushes them above the the White Sox. Like he's not the difference maker between your betters and that team or not. Yeah. But just adding so much depth, like even Mitch Moreland, and they added like three bullpen arms, just like stuff like that fills out their team. And I don't, I don't. It, that just shows me that. Um, they're really ready to make a deep run, but maybe the White Sox think they have everything they need. So give me your final answer, Jack. Well, you landed. You're going a little fence riding on me. I'm doing Padres. You're going Padres? I'm going White Sox. So I think we're going to – we got a little bit of a war going on mm-hmm. now. I That would be the fans' World Series. I think it would be terrible for baseball, though. Yeah, not good for baseball, but, I mean, like, really, baseball fans would love it, but, like, casual fans would be like, who? Game the one, Padres Lucas- are good? Game one, Lucas Giolito versus Mike Clevenger. It, that's honestly, it's like kind of good, but it's still not that exciting of a matchup. 
No, it's exciting for me because they're hittable pitchers, but also they have the chance to just shove. So like, yeah, they're but like I mean, that. That's the weakness of both teams. They really don't have dominant pitching. I think Giolito has more upside than Clev because I think Clev is what yeah. he is. I, think I mean, G- they're both good. They're both good ones and twos. But I mean, there's no, there's no Kershaw. There's no like Verlander to just take you through the playoffs. Agreed. But I think Giolito can be that. Like I think I, yeah. I don't think Clev's gonna go up more. I think we're, what we've seen from Clev is what you're gonna get from him. Um, but if you look at Giolito, I think he has more of a chance to actually go take an, even another step, get to a Shane Bieber level, get right now, like get to a not a Kershaw level because I think Kershaw is like the, the goat of our generation, but maybe like a Scherzer type level where he can just be your guy consistently and go out there and just consume people, consume souls mm-hmm. at the plate. So if I that's where I'm going, White Sox. Give me Giolito in a big spot. I trust him. He's got my heart. Also, fire Something, last name. That is a nice name. Gino, no. Something with the White Sox, too. I mean, right now they're in first place, but easily they could be a wild card team by tomorrow. So that maybe makes their path a little harder, too, because the Padres can walk away with, like, a three or four seed. The White Sox, because the that the AL Central is so good, they could have to go up against the Rays or a team like that. But doesn't that make—agree, but doesn't that make the argument for the Padres being— uh, the White Sox being better, even like stronger, because they're consistently playing better teams than the Padres are. The Padres get the Rockies, the White Sox get the Indians. Yeah, you, yeah. You know what I, I mean? I haven't really seen their schedule so far. I don't know what like the strength of schedule looks like, but um, I'm just like basing it off yeah. who you're playing in your division because you're playing what are you playing your division teams ten times each or something? I forget how mm-hmm. much it was. I mean, you then you to make the argument the Padres have to play the best team in baseball. So that's true. 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 So we're we agree, we're split down the middle. So mm-hmm. the poll's still up on Twitter. If you guys want to weigh in, go check it out. Who's funner, the White Sox or the Padres, or who's better? Weigh in. The replies I got, most of them are leaning White Sox. So mm-hmm. that's what we like to see. I'm gonna have to agree with them. You're in the minority on this, Jack. Slam Diego keeps rolling though. So get me some merch, and I'll keep up. They do. With that. Yeah, they're two like in my head. They're basically the same team. They are very like, similar. Yeah, I think, and I think they're. I honestly don't – the Padres and the White Sox, I especially the White Sox, like I'd take the Indians or the Twins in the, in the playoffs any day over the White Sox. That's what we're going to get to. So yeah. you're losing a little tease. You're already blowing your load too early, man. you got to kind of pace yourself into it. <laughs> um, so you want to talk – let's talk AL Central. So, Jack, do you mm-hmm. know what the AL Central standings are right now? I do. What are they? The White Sox are leading 27 and 16. The Indians are 26 and 17, with the Twins 27 and 18. So the Indians and Twins are one game behind. But basically, all they have the same record, and they're all great records. They're all great records, but there there can only be one. There can only be one division champion. So I have two questions for you. Let's start with this. How much does winning the division actually matter? Between these three teams, I don't know exactly how the seeding works out, but I think you'd you'd want to win the division. Maybe I can pull. Maybe I can find. Do you think there's like a bracket out there uh, where I can maybe. find out what happened? I believe happen? you'd want to be winning the division, but whether you're second place or the wild card, you might want to be the wild card. It depends how it shakes out. 
But I think you want to win the division. Yeah, because I want to see who would you play. Because if you win the division, you're the, what, the two or the free seed? Yeah, I think they'd probably be the two. They'd probably be the two seed. So you're probably playing the seven seed, which right now, if you're the White Sox and you win your division right now, you're the free seed because you're behind Oakland. So right now, mm-hmm. the White Sox will play the Astros in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, you don't want to do that. So right now, if we the playoffs started today, it'd be round one would be Rays versus Yankees, A's versus Twins. Talk about a match. Talk about matchups. Mm. Uh, White Sox versus Astros and Indians versus Blue Jays. Four five. That's kind of gross. Well, like you don't like it. The the matchups kind of suck. I think. What? What are you talking about? Dude, Rays versus Yankees? That one's the only one that doesn't get me going. But A's versus Twins? A's and Twins and Rays and Yankees are good. But, yeah, okay. Yeah, they're not bad. You want to know what upsets me? It's that the Astros would be the sixth seed at 22 and 22, and the Twins would be the seventh seed, and they're 27 and 18. Yeah, and, I mean, I think you're still scared of the Astros if you go on the play. I mean, three games set, you've got to face Granky and their young studs. I mean, like, anyone can win that. And there was a report coming out today that Justin Verlander may be pushing for a return for the playoffs. Oh. So, JV, yeah, You do not want to see that. You do not want to see a, re- a rejuvenated Justin Verlander yeah. throwing that slider on the mount. Not, I don't want a part of that. Um, imagine if either the Astros were good or the Yankees were good in a first-round Yankees-Astros matchup with, like, oh. the one and the eight seed. That'd be nuts. I- we're saying, watch, the 22-22 and 22 Yankees and the 22-22 and 22 Astros are going to both end up in the AOCS. Yeah, I mean, when it comes in the playoffs, I still trust the Yankees even more than the White Sox because they just have that experience and they have Cole. So, who, so anything can happen. That's what we're going to talk about. So, for, for the division lead, so the White Sox, they're, so based on what I just told you, how important is winning the division? Well, because I mean, the difference is you play the Astros or you potentially play the Rays or Blue Jays. You'd want to play the Blue Jays, but I think it's That's, all going to shake out so weirdly. I think you just try to win the division. Because you can't you risk it. Games. You can't risk yeah. matchup based. You just got to try, especially because, uh, you know, I was listening to uh, Trevor Plouffe talk the other day. And basically what they're saying is the first round of the playoffs is going to be at home. Yeah. So MLB teams are going to be able to host the first round. So if you're the if you're the White Sox, you are not risking becoming the four seed and then having to play like the Yankees the first round. Yeah, no, you don't want to do that. You probably, I mean, you will have advantages of winning the division. So I think the teams want to win the division, Ex- and every division is pretty much locked up except for this AL Central. Exactly. So the priority is okay. So the priority priority is winning the division. So. That's going to make it tight because I believe the White Sox, Indians, and Twins all play each other. They they all have matchups. I think eight of the next 17 games for each of those teams is against each other. So the final 17 or the math, something like that, eight or seven. I know the White Sox have two four-game sets against them, each other. So mm-hmm. And the Indians and Twins start a series tonight. Done September 10th is when we're recording this. They're starting a series tonight. So we could really see how it starts to shake up because let's say the Twins sweep the Indians or take two out of three right there, you're already at a deficit. So these series become playoff baseball intensity. And I wanted to ask you, 
which team do you think is the best team? Because I, out of these three, that's like right off the who is the best, and who is winning it's, the division? It's interesting because I think each team is the best at a certain thing. Like the White Sox have the youth and they're pretty balanced, but they're not quite there on either side. The Indians have amazing pitching and the Twins have an amazing lineup. You would think the Twins have an amazing lineup. Of names. They do, but they're really... Are the Twins the least talked about team right now? Yeah, because they're not... I mean, Max Kepler's we'd only talk out. about them if they're insane. They're just kind of... They're doing all right. Oh, we say they're doing all right. They're they're sixth in the league in run differential behind both Cleveland and Chicago. So mm. Chicago is third at plus fifty nine. Cleveland is fifth at plus forty nine, and Minnesota is sixth at plus forty. So right, so their offense isn't performing to the capability that you'd expect from them. So that's right there. Do you know the Dodgers are plus a hundred and one run differential? Yeah, they're nuts. Dude, San Diego is second at plus 65. They are 35 runs better than the next best team in baseball. That is insane. That's nutty. But Mm. so right there, so Minnesota isn't pacing in run differential or like scoring more runs than the other teams. And they rate six in team ERA too. Be kind Chicago, who ranks fifth at 367. Minnesota is 372. And then Cleveland paces the league at 284, which is ridiculous you know what really stinks what the indians have been kind of stinking lately and it's like what's all they uh, need is that they're five and five in their last 10 hey you knew what i was gonna ask look at you yeah but they they just dropped two to the royals in a row it's like not don't love to see that um they just need that extra little push but they keep trading away that extra little push they do oh my god imagine clevenger on this team Imagine yeah, or Bauer. Bauer, who just, again, shoved last night for the Reds. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why they're doing. They need offense is their issue because they got shut out again by the Royals last night. I don't know what they rank in team batting average. I'll find that out. But um, their offense is the worst of the three. It's not even close. But their yeah. pitching is by far the best of the three. Mm-hmm. So that, you got to go one, so, two. When you get in the playoffs, I think it's easier for a couple bats to get hot because they have some names. So in the playoffs, I like the Indians more, but to win the division, I think I would put them third, probably. Third, okay. Um, I agree with your sentiment. I think the Indians are the most dangerous team because you're, if, yeah. if you're in a free game matchup, you do not want to have to face Shane Bieber game one. Yeah, that's a, that's just a loss. You take Okay, so now you're already down one, and now you just need one mm-hmm. of your other studs to go out there and shove. Tristan McKenzie has been a king all season. So you get one of those guys that's got to go out and shove, and now you're in big trouble if you're that team. The Twins, though, the Twins are the team that makes me the most uncomfortable, even though they're not – I don't think they're the most dangerous. But I feel like they should be better than they are. It's yeah, like, I think they're my prediction to – like, next week, they'll just get super hot and have, like, the second-best record in baseball. It's kind of what I'm feeling. Yeah, well, you were super high on them when the season started. You were all aboard the Twins. Right? Yeah. You were, like, yeah. wearing your rally cap, had the Max Kepler jersey flexing. <laughs> he was ready to go. I mean, um, their lineup is insane. Their lineup is still insane. Nelson Cruz, uh, I'm going to f- 
you know, Nelson Cruz has played 162 games for the Minnesota Twins now. I'm going to find out exactly his stats because I saw them earlier, and I promise you're going to throw up in your mouth. You're just blown away because <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Um, but, like, it feels like it hasn't just fully clicked for them this season. It's like when their pitching's good, yeah. their offense isn't good, when their offense is good. And they've had a lot of injuries on their team, and they're still able to be where they are right now, which makes me wonder, is this just like – are we all stupid and this is waiting to happen? All right, so 162 games for Nelson Cruz. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. 56 home runs, 139 mm-hmm. RBIs, a free 18 batting average, and a 402 OBP. Yeah, that's that's nuts. At the age of 42 years old. And he's never – I feel like he's not in MVP talks, like, a lot. This season, he I think he is. Well, that's like yeah, – a- It's tough in the DH, but – It's tough I mean, those DH. numbers are insane. They are. Well, we, we the two uh, leading candidates for AL MVP are both in this division, Shane Bieber and Luis Robert. So yeah. those, if Shane Bieber wins, I'll be so happy. I just like when pitchers do crazy stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I think people don't like when they get the Cy Young and MVP. But, I mean, someone's got to step up or it's – I mean, Bieber deserves it. What is he, 8-0? and 8-0? I can't even think of his ERA right now, but I know it's sub, sub, it's sub everything. And, I mean – that's impressive when your team's won 26 games and you're responsible for, like, definitely eight of those. I mean, that's that's insane. Every time I watch an Indians game, someone goes out there and throws six scoreless innings. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. It's like, okay. I, I'm like, all right, I'll come back in the seventh inning and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. We'll start there. That's exactly what happens every time with this team. So that's insane to me. But And then the Twins just got back, fan favorite. Also, Twitter game been popping for him, Josh Donaldson. And yeah. he's been bringing rain, man. Like he's got, I think he's already got two yaks since he got back. He had one yesterday, so that's a big piece for them to get back. So the Twins are scary. I just don't like their pitching staff. Like who's the Twins' ace? Kenta Maeda. Probably Maeda. Barrios has been good. I don't know if he can like keep that up, turn that on for the postseason. But they they don't. They kind of have like a they're all decent but it's kind of scrappy like they're all good pitchers but it's not there's no like clear hierarchy yeah so game one Shane Bieber Lucas Giolito Kenta Maeda no disrespect mm-hmm. to Maeda but that's not a name that's like I'm if I'm a opposing lineup I'm not like worrying for a long night Giolito is one of those guys that I could see him just absolutely going off in the postseason or getting but I rocked. could also see him just getting rocked he could. He has because he's still young, so he hasn't been able to figure it out yet. Like consistency is still a problem for him, so that's very mm-hmm. possible. But I think he has ridiculous stuff, which yeah. is what scares you. So if he's able to click it like he did for a couple starts this season, you got to worry about that. So I don't want to sleep on him. I'm big on the White Sox because, especially because, what is the biggest factor when you go into the playoffs? You got to be hot. Mm-hmm. Like, hot teams win. Look at the Nationals. They Were they the best team last year? No, not even close. But they were the hottest team, and that's what matters. So that's something I look at with these teams, and the White Sox just have the energy that the Indians seem like everybody already counted them out this year. Maybe that's helping them. Maybe they're rallying around. Zach Plesak has come back. He's shoved a little bit. So maybe they're just rallying around the fact that, hey, everybody has counted us out. But it seems like the White Sox have all the momentum in the world. And everybody else just chasing them. So I'm like, uh And they're not as young as you'd think. Like, James McCann's older. Yeah. Uh, Luis Robert. Edwin. 
Edwin Luis Roberts, twenty three years old. It's not like he's twenty one. He's still he's mm-hmm. he's still a rookie, but still, um, they have Edwin Tim Anderson's almost thirty. So they got some age on that team. So Keiko's up there. He's had some postseason yeah. experience. People, yeah, this is there's balance. I, I'm, in that lineup. I'm, sur- I'm surprised they didn't make a move. The White Sox at the deadline. Yeah, I don't think they thought they needed to. Yeah, I just we'll see how it how it turns out. But like them getting a Clev or even like Archie Bradley or just something for their pen to be like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to make the World Series. Yeah, Clev adding Clev's a big one because I don't think they were were they inter- I think they were interested in him for a little bit. But yeah, like, they weren't was, one of the big contenders though. Yeah, it was like the Dodgers who were just taking calls on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something I'm like, okay, we'll see how it goes. But for them, so I want to ask you. Does any of these three teams, do you see any of them potentially actually winning the World Series or they're just going to beat up on each other? It's, I don't know. I, I think it's You were so it's flabbergasted hard. by these things. Well, I, a lot of stuff went through my mind because I was like, no. But then I looked at the other AL teams and I was like, no. And then I was like, oh, the Dodgers are going to win the World Series. Well, yeah, but like three of the five best <laughs> AL teams come from the AL Central. Yeah, I mean Tampa, so you got Tampa, Oakland, and then whichever one of these three AL Central teams do you think is the best? So well, it's kind of like I don't Tampa and Oakland are already kind of like quote unquote underdog teams. So I um, you know I'm big on the Oakland A's. I've been riding that train yeah. all season, but I don't think they're scarier than I think they can be had. Like you can beat that team. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like they're starting they're also, pitching. They're five and five in their last ten too. They're starting pitching. Chapman's banged up now. Their starting pitching is not gonna, especially in the postseason. You need starting pitching. They don't have that guy that can eat those innings, especially in like a game one. You go against Cleveland. You go. I think they're slated to play the Twins right now. Like so, that's kind of a good matchup for the A's because the Twins also don't have that one guy to go out there and just dominate the series. So that's a good matchup for them, I think. But. If they were to play Cleveland, they got to go against Bieber. I don't think they can. I I think you can get them. The, the Rays scare me more yeah. than the Twin than the A's. Yeah, I'm probably going. Rays are the the AL favorite. Yeah, the Rays are the AL favorite. They also can be had though, because that lineup is not as deep as they you can. expect. And they, I mean, they win though. <clears throat> they do, and they're like Glass now has been shoving lately. Snell's looked better. Yeah. So those two guys are scaring opposing. So if, they have the formula. It's just can their hitting keep up? And is is it too late for the Twins to turn it on so much that it's like, oh, maybe they can beat the Dodgers because they have the lineup and the on paper. It's like, oh, this lineup is maybe built to be on Dodger level. But I mean, there's only what like couple weeks left like i don't know if they can turn it on and be like that favorite i think the twins and dodgers are pretty similar teams or have had pretty similar seasons in the sense that not either of them neither of them have hit their full potential yet the dodgers have not playing the best they can play yet max muncie still hasn't gotten it going cody bellinger still hasn't gotten it going like that lineup is not as good as it can be so that's something to look out for and the same with the twins like Again, Kepler's been hurt. Donaldson's been out for parts of the seasons. They've had injuries up and down that lineup. Their rotation has been unstable. Their bullpen, I think, leads the AL with the most strikeouts, so they have a really good bullpen. But, like, their team has also not clicked. 
Uh, Rocco Badelli was the manager of the year last year, and he's done a really good job of getting guys to mix and match, fill roles throughout the season, which is why the Twins are less sexy of a pick because you're like, who are these guys that are going up? But they're doing it. So if, I think if the Twins are able to get everyone going and click, then, yeah, they can hang. They, they're probably the most talented team in the AO. Nah, they're probably the second most talented because the Yankees have more talent. Yeah, but the Yankees quickly, in one week, they fell out of every conversation. But I think in a week, they could be right back in every conversation. Baseball, man. Yeah. I mean, that's tough for them because they're just waiting for their two best players to come back. Is it bad that I have more faith in the Yankees than Yankees fans do? Yeah. I, I agree, yeah. I'm just like, this team's gonna, this team's gonna be good. This team's yeah, gonna not, do something. Like, they're not missing the playoffs. You looked at the standings, and they're playing Baltimore. Um, and they're one, one and a half games ahead of Baltimore. I don't know if it's a three or four game set, but if the Yankees get swept, I mean, they're out of the playoffs. Oh, 100%. And they very easily could be. I just don't see it happening. There's too much yeah. talent on that team. Uh, that organization is too annoying to, to go away that easily. Mm-hmm. Now, in the playoffs, I think they're going to get shadow kicked in the face. And I don't think they're doing anything. I mean, when you look at who they could go up, go up against, like, could you see the White Sox just demolishing the Yankees? I don't see – the only team I can see demolishing the Yankees is the Rays. Like, first round. Yeah. Because especially if you're playing in Tropicana Field where the Yankees yeah, are that's, historically bad. That's rough. The Yankees are getting murdered. But any other team, I give the Yanks a, a, more than a chance. I, if Tell me the team. I'll tell you if they're a favorite. So name an AL team they'll play. I'll tell you if they're the favorite. Indians. Probably. Probably the favorite. Garrett Cole, Shane Bieber. That's the one team in the AL that can give you a pitcher as good as Shane Bieber when he's on. Yeah. So. A- Astros. Yeah, I take Yankees over Astros. Now, obviously, they're playing terrible right now, but when the Yankees are on, better than the Astros. Astros are playing equally as horrible, so the only it's kind of a toss-up there. The Rays and the White Sox, I think, are the teams that would would beat the Yankees pretty hand. Like, would knock them out first round right now. Any other team, I'd probably bet on the Yanks. Yeah, I, I could see Indians, too, honestly, because that— Yankees have struggled struggled offensively, so if the Indians can just come in and win two games in a row, like that two is shutouts. Clev, not Clev, uh, if Bieber, Plesac, McKenzie, Carrasco can go out there and just deal, then you're in trouble. I have, I don't know, I'm always like one of those people who's too reluctant to count the Yankees out, because I'd much rather be one of the people who say, hey, the Yankees are going to do good, and then laugh in your face, and say the Yankees yeah. are going to be bad, and then get laughed at. It's kind of like protecting yeah, no, myself. They're too good of an organization to just like not make it this year. Like they're gonna, they're gonna make some noise. And I said we want the Yankees to make it to like the ALCS, and then lose. Mm-hmm. Way better. I'm kind of only because the teams are bad now. Because before the season, Yankees Astros ALCS was like pretty much a lock, and yeah. both these teams are 500 now. And because of that, I'm kind of hoping for Yankees Astros ALCS. Oh, it'd be bad baseball. Justin Verlander getting injured is the most is the least talked about story of the entire season. Yeah, that it's that's changing for their team. You just lost game changer. Granky Verlander one two. That's especially the way Granky's been this year, and then those young mm-hmm. arms. All of a sudden, you're looking at that's a rotation. 
Verlander is an ace. He's been an ace his entire career. He's a postseason proven pitcher. Like, that's somebody... Actually, that's not true. Unless he hasn't won a World Series, has he? No, but he... I mean, he... Game 7 of the World Series, he pitched, like, the best game of his life, so... Ranky did, but Verlander's kind of struggled in the Oh, Verlander? I'm pretty sure his career numbers in a World Series is, like, a 5 ERA. I'll pull it up. Yeah. Um, I know he's been not great, but still, he's a veteran pitcher. You want him on your team. That's somebody you want in that rotation. So, that's huge for them. But, yeah, so let's, let's round this out. So... You get, so your answer is none of the AL Central teams are winning the World Series. No, I don't think so. That is crazy. I think I think the World Series uh, contenders coming out of the AL Central. Yeah, I just I mean, Dodgers White Sox. It's, that's gonna be hard to watch. Dodgers Indians. I I mean, Dodgers White Sox still... is hard to watch. That's wait. That's how they move the needle for you. It's exciting, but I think it's a four-game sweep any day easy for the Dodgers. So what moves the needle for you? So so we I, have the Dodgers twins. in the central. The Dodgers, if the Twins get the, good. So the Dodgers are coming out of the West. We already know that. Like, yeah. That's happening. If you deny it, you're just not watching baseball this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unless the Padres can make some noise. But other than that, I don't think any. Even the Cubs. The Cubs are – they started so good, but they're not scary at all to me. Darvish terrifies me. Everybody else, I don't really care about. Yeah. So, I pulled up uh, his uh, World Series career numbers. Are you ready? Justin Verlander. 0-6 yes. in a World Series. 5-6-8 oh. ERA. Mm. So, something to watch out for. Yeah. 14 walks, 39 strikeouts. It's interesting. Oh, this is a nice little conversation. Arguably, the three best players of this generation... Kershaw, Verlander, Trout. Ooh, I see where you're going. All could potentially retire with not a single World Series. Or been historically bad. No, I can't say that because, like, Kershaw could win one this year. Trout could win one. Well, as of right now, your your point is valid. Yeah. As of now, they're all can't really perform in the playoffs, even though they're the best regular season players in the last, like, 30 years. Who is... Who's the best free pitchers of the past decade? Verlander, Kershaw. Kershaw, Verlander for sure. Then maybe you go. I'm trying to think. Who would be the uh, third guy? Scherzer. Maybe. Then you get into that. Did you say Scherzer. 10 years? Yeah, like I'm thinking like 2010 to 2020. Or even five yeah, years. so Kershaw, Kershaw, Verlander locked. I wouldn't know. We'd have to look into it. But like Scherzer comes in my mind. Um, I think Scherzer. Granky's been good. Granky's been good for the past decade. We talked about that Granky's up there. I'm trying to think of guys who've just done it for like 10 years now. Cause, and have they won? Well, Scherzer's won. Granky hasn't. Scherzer, yeah. So, that's right there. Let's look. Sale, maybe? Sale's up there? Uh, Maybe, but he hasn't won either. No, he did win. So, so the, the MLB.com rankings have it. Kershaw, Verlander. So, we nailed that. And then 3-4 is Scherzer Sale. So we were on that, too. Um, oh, Mad Bum at number five. Yeah, I get, yeah. well, yeah, true, true. Mad Bum, we've, like, the past couple years, we've kind of just been like, get out of here. But he was yeah. he was really good. So. And then DeGrom sneaks on the list just because of his back-to-back Cy Youngs. True. I don't, he's been doing it long enough, though, to like, get in that no, conversation. Yeah. But, so. but he, he probably will be. True. But so, yeah, so that's a good point. Duh. Greatness does not equal championships mm. in baseball. It's a team yeah. sport, guys, not single greatness. Yeah. 
Team so, sport. So, yeah. So, for me, the needle moves. I think the best three matchups, baseball-wise, the best matchup baseball-wise that I would like to see is probably Dodgers-Astros. Yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I The Astros would have to get, like, excited. If Verlander right comes back. Yeah, because yeah. then that if, would if give they us get exciting. That's good baseball. Then we'd have the two best pitchers of our generation, Kershaw versus Verlander. Oh, again, for, <laughs> again. But this time, one of them has to win it. Yeah, there's like by default, one of them's gonna get a World Series, which I think both of them deserve it. So, if they're both in the Wait, World are Series, we, are we stupid? Does does Verlander have? A, didn't he win with the Astros? No. So he came over in 2018. They won in 2017. Oh. So who's their ace in twenty seventeen? Who is it? Uh, Keiko, right? Yeah. Wow. Twenty seventeen Astros. They've just they've just been rotating aces. That's crazy. Yeah. So then they got Keiko. They had Keiko. Then he went to the so- White Sox, and then they got um, or where did he go? Go to go to the Braves. Braves. I think he went Braves? to the Braves. Yeah. Uh, and then they got Verlander. Then they got Cole. And then they got Granky. One, two, three. So. And they just built the best. So, yeah, Verlin didn't win it. Um, so, that's what I'm saying. So, if we get the World Series matchup, one of the greatest pitchers of all time will have to win it. And that'll be amazing. That's what I want. Yeah. But, like, the best, like, probably for – that's, like, what I dream. But I think baseball wants Yankees-Dodgers. Yeah. I don't want to see the Yankees in a World Series. Me either. I don't – that would be so gross. I think – for, I, I'm debating in my head whether I want it to be, like, good for baseball because it's kind of a big season for the future of baseball. It's huge so it's for like, the future of baseball. Yeah. you got to have Dodgers in there, I think. It's probably the best if they actually win, is honestly. It, is, it, is, it, is it better to showcase your the Dodgers-Yankees and have just the widest view of audience, or is it better to have, like, Padres-White Sox and just have the people who already watch the game and, like, the markets just know who these players are and build superstars? You get... Tatis Jr. is that exposure and make him like his own guy. Like he's no longer just yeah. San Diego Padres. It's Fernando Tatis Jr. Kind of what happened to Juan Soto. Exactly. Like you build up their brands. Now all of a sudden Fernando Tatis Jr. is on cereal commercials and like Luis yeah. Roberts. You know what I mean? I'm 100% voting that way because I always love the underdog. Every single playoff series, I'm going to be rooting for the lower seed to win. Unless it's like the Astros or the Yankees because the seeding's going to be all weird because they're just not playing well. But um, I want – I'm rooting really hard for Padres White Sox, even though it might suck for the future of baseball. Yeah, just – I got to see it. I, hey, man, it would do a lot to, for these people's brands, and they deserve it. It would, yeah. Yeah, so what was your final – you had your twins as your final AO Central pick? Yeah, I think I'm taking I'm, – I know I've been trying to loan the White Sox. I just think that if they do it for, like, another week, then I'll be like, okay, here we go. But Jack um, needs to right see now more. I – I still think the Twins just have the ability to just go off and just be really scary. So, going with Twins. I don't I don't hate your pick. You've been consistent. But you started the season, yeah. you were Twins. Now you're Twins, mm-hmm. September 10th. Well, we got three weeks left to the playoffs. It's coming fast, man. I'm excited. I got the White Sox, dude. Dude, these are going to be so fun. I'm, I've not been so excited for sports, like a sporting event in sets long. Same. Th- these three game sets, like, we don't even know how they're going to work yet. I'm going to... I have to. I might buy another TV. I may have to get another TV. I'm gonna need like four TVs going. I can't miss a single yeah. thing. This is much. I hope they baseball. space it out well. I hope they have like AL on Saturday, like 
11 a.m. game to well the way the uh, NHL and the NBA did it like in their bubbles is they would start at noon and they go to like midnight of just nonstop Mm -hmm. hockey games. So if we get that for baseball, I'm doing no schoolwork. No, I'm already doing no schoolwork. (laughs) Now give me playoff baseball. I'm doing even less schoolwork. Oh, can't wait. That's dangerous for my GPA. Oh yeah. Tune in soon for a playoff preview episode we'll be doing soon. Full playoff preview. Once we get more of a... Mm -hmm. We have so much playoff content coming out for you guys. We're still working out the details, but it's going to be as much content as we possibly could need and more because that's what we're going to do. But um, Fernando Tatis Jr. is a GPA killer. That's what I'm saying now. He's just here to kill my GPA. I like that. Oh, (laughs) I like that. Kill my GPA. (laughs) GPA I'm too busy watching him play ball. It's too good. But you got anything else you want to get to, dude, or can we get out of here? I think we should get out of here. I really got to pee. <laughs> Dude, I feel that. <laughs> but I think that's where all we got for you guys today. I stuttered. Ignore that. But make sure to check out the show on Instagram, at the Turning Cube Podcast. On Twitter, at the Turning Cube Pod. If we didn't get to your team, you want a little playoff preview, let us know. Tweet us. We'll get back to you. I live tweet all these games. So if you want to see some highlights, strikeouts, anything, come on. Go follow us on Twitter. Again, at the Turning Cube Pod. Make sure you subscribe, leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, and we will see you next time with another episode.